2: giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR.
0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Ah, here we go. Hour number two. Live in Los Angeles. It's the Hurt. Wherever you may be. However you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. So the PGA Tour and the Live Tour have um, conjoined. So the PGA Tour did a lot of lecturing about morals and values to Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson. Morals, values, we're not sellouts. PGA Tour now just joined the Live Golf Tour and the Saudi money.
3: Looks like there's a meeting between the players and the commissioner today at uh, 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 p.m. our time. By the way. Should be
2: interesting, huh? Let's say the PGA players uh, protest and don't play. So what? All right, bye-bye. All right. Go ahead. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. A lot of high and mighty guys. It's going to be I went back and looked at the Jack Nicholas days, the Arnold Palmer days. See if there was any uh, oil money involved. Mm. Mm. Yes, there was. (laughs) This is the funny thing about it. Whenever you get too high and mighty on stuff like that, is that these major corporations, let's say you're a comedian and uh, you're a left leaning comedian and some right-leaning corporation will give you a half a million dollars to come to a convention in Vegas and do a 45 minute act you have a right to say no and and stand on your moral high ground i defend that but if another comedian does it don't get too upset because if you're not taking the money they need somebody to tell jokes for 45 minutes they got to go find a comedian and and you can so my thing is i have no problem with people being bothered by the live golf tour but we don't have to be bothered by it. You go stand on your moral high ground, but there's going to be a lot of people that are going to accept it and basically Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka, among others, said, why are we the only sport where you don't take care of the stars? We see the television ratings. I mean, every other sport gets it. I mean, literally most of our sports create salary caps because we know otherwise there would be a bidding war for Patrick Mahomes and he'd make $200 million a year. Right, So we have to have salary caps to prevent the billionaires from just buying all the best players. So we know that, but but even that said, he's going to make $500 million. And so this idea to get, and again, it was just to watch, once PGA Tour started lecturing golfers on, you're a real hypocrite if you're lecturing golfers on their morals and values with Saudi money, but you support a, a sitting president we're entangled with all that stuff.
3: I, I saw a great bumper sticker once. I don't believe in anything. I'm just here for the violence. And I, and I started cracking up out loud, and you, know, you start thinking about it. You're like, well, there's some stuff I believe in, but Jews, I, I love your comedian example right there. There's going to be a lot of people outraged at this golf situation. And I, I don't really,
2: I don't have a strong feeling, like here, either, here, just like you. Phil Mickelson could have turned down the money. Somebody else would have taken it. Okay, turn down that act for half a million dollars to tell your jokes at a convention. Some other comedian's going to take it. You have a right to turn it down, and I respect that. But don't get preachy on me. You don't know my situation. I don't know yours. You could have lost your job. You, you, you know, I mean, it, it just. Whenever people go to that, you can, as a politician. You can do a lot to offend me. I do not need to agree with you on half your policies. If I think you're a decent human being, you could potentially get my vote. I can disagree all the time. But, man, if you start lecturing me on morals and values and all that nonsense, it's like, no, 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 no. You got skeletons. I don't know about them yet. But all these politicians have sold their soul for something. It's called politics. You give to get. Right? You have to, at some point, as a president, a senator, a governor, give to get what you want. It's just the game of politics. And I think the PGA Tour, you know, finally figured out here, we can be high and mighty, but we need our best sticks. We need our big guys. Because Tiger no longer gives you the guaranteed TV rating. Uh, Nick right now joining us. Let's shift gears. A co-host, First Things First. So, I thought it's interesting... I was talking about this yesterday, and you do your celebrity club stuff and your tears
4: for players, and I said, I got... Celebrity club. What, what, what do you call it? What is it called? Club superstars. Okay. Celebrities are who you have drinks with, you know, out in L.A. <laughs> at Javier's. Is NBA superstars <laughs> is what we talk about in gritty New York City afternoon sports talk. But go right ahead. Okay. Okay. So and I,
2: I put the ten guys in the league, and I think playoff performance matters. And I said the one guy yeah. I can't quite figure out is Jimmy Butler. I don't think he's one of the ten most talented players. I don't think he's one of the ten most gifted. But he literally—if you said Game Seven, fourth quarter, who do you want in the league? I'd be like Steph,
4: Jimmy Butler. <laughs> yeah, like, there's what not if, many more. Like like right, what, talent's overrated, Colin. Colin. In our business, talent's overrated. What, what, you know what's underrated? What works? What gets it done? And I know that sounds kind of like an old school, uh, almost malapropism, but it's not. Like, the, I have heard for two months... How untalented the Heat are, which either means the talent evaluators are wrong or talent is not what wins or talent is overrated. I'm going to give you a few Jimmy Butler stats, and then I want to ask you a question. Since Jimmy Butler joined the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat lead the entire NBA in playoff wins. Think about that. Wow! Over the last four years, no team has more wins than Jimmy Butler's Heat. Over the last four years, no one has more 40-point games in the playoffs than Jimmy Butler. Over the last four years, only Nikola Jokic has more 30-point triple-doubles in the playoffs than Jimmy Butler. And he's doing it without stars around him. So here is what I would say. I would say Jokic... Giannis and Steph are if we are saying who you want for the postseason those guys are your top three in some order Jimmy Butler along with in my opinion LeBron Devin Booker KD and Luka are that next group like now how do you rank them four five six seven we can discuss it but How could anyone argue that when it comes to the postseason, they would rather have Joel Embiid? That they would rather have any of those other guys who have have not shown the ability to raise their game in these moments? And so, if Jimmy Butler is not a top five player in basketball, fine. Is he a top five playoff player? Absolutely he is, and he takes what your guy Draymond Green first talked about to its furthest logical conclusion. 82 game players and 16 game players. Now the best in league history are both great regular seasons and raise their game in the playoffs. Steph does that, LeBron does that, Jokic is doing it right now, Giannis has done that. Jimmy though is the more value. If you can only have an 82 game guy like a James Harden right. or a 16 game guy like Jimmy Butler, obviously Jimmy Butler's more valuable. Okay, I want to throw a football thing at you. So
2: um, yeah, it, it, it's Kansas City's the best team in the league, best quarterback, and I think best coach built for this culture. I thought Belichick was the best coach when you could grab players and hit players above the shoulders, and the world's changed. And Belichick's tone deaf to. Uh, offense. And I I saw this story, and I made a point of it today. Buffalo has now signed three defensive linemen this offseason. Ed Oliver, a nose tackle, uh, Leonard Floyd. Still can't get the O-line right. Pittsburgh still can't get the O-line right. Belichick still can't get the offense right. And I look at this Buffalo with Josh Allen. They'd love DeAndre Hopkins. Probably won't be able to afford him. Stephon Diggs was held to 40 yards basically in a playoff game because you can double him. You can basically slide your defense yeah. over. When you look at Buffalo as a Kansas City yeah. Chief, do you even view them as a threat anymore, or are they becoming tone-deaf yeah. to offense?
4: No, listen, I think, I, I think their window will reopen again at some point in the future, but I think they missed their window with this iteration of the team in those 13 seconds. The time to get Kansas City was when they got them. They were leading a playoff game in Arrowhead with 13 seconds to go. And they let go of the rope. And last year they were worse than that. And I don't know why next year we expect them to be better. I said something on the TV show yesterday that my colleagues across the table scoffed at, laughed at. Honestly, Colin, they were downright rude to me. Yeah. But I think you'll agree with me. Maybe. Who are is better positioned for this upcoming season? The Jacksonville Jaguars or the Buffalo Bills? Jags. So let's go through it. Yeah. Y- yes. yes. So last year, last year, they both won their division. They both had a pro bowler at quarterback. They both won a playoff game and then lost a playoff game. The Jags' playoff win was a stirring comeback against a very good Charger team and then a road playoff loss to the champs by seven. The Bills' playoff story was escaping against Skylar Thompson and then following that up with getting blown out at home by by Cincinnati. So that's last year. Now this year, the Jags are in the best possible division you can be in with a quarterback who is clearly ascending. The Bills are maybe in the toughest division in football with a quarterback that's been, as I've said, up and down, game to game, week to week, quarter to quarter, year to year, They're changing their defensive coordinator. There's questions to me about that offensive coordinator post-Dable. Like, to me, the Chiefs are a clear one. Cincinnati has earned the right to be a clear two. And then Jacksonville, Baltimore, Buffalo are all in a group. But the Bills have just gotten... This, I mean, you know who's on the cover of Madden this year, Colin? Who? Josh Allen. He can hang that with his banners for, you know, <laughs> September champs and throw the football out of the stadium. Like, there's a lot of hype surrounding Buffalo every year that they have yet to earn, in my opinion.
2: I want to circle back to the NBA. So, uh, there was a story of, obviously, uh, Kyrie or somebody connected to Kyrie gave to Shams or Chris Haynes that he wants LeBron to go to Dallas. Unlikely, but I thought if I was LeBron, I'd sit and listen, talk it over with my wife, glass of wine. It's interesting. Play with Luka who can play 70 games. LeBron now has to have teammates that can play 70 games because AD doesn't. And and you just get to a point where if AD goes down, LeBron at his age has to play 40 minutes. It doesn't work that way. But I will say this. I do think Kyrie would make the Lakers better. But immediately on that story, the Lakers immediately leaked this. The Lakers maintained on Monday, not interested in adding Kyrie. Is this yeah, Genie course. and Rob Polinka saying, "No, no, 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 no." We're we're not giving you the franchise. We're slowly taking it back. How do you what do you think that means an immediate leak to their sources, "We're not interested in the Kyrie business."
4: Well, I think that's smart. So first, let's talk about the LeBron to Dallas part of it. It's one of those things, Colin, I'll tell you what it's like. It's like if I were to leak to a reporter, I want to add Colin Cowherd to First Things First. Sounds great. Great chemistry between us. Can't fit it under the cap. <laughs> I know you say that we, we have a show with unlimited budget. They're like, hey, add Colin. It'd be wonderful. That'd be fun. There's no way to make the money work there, unfortunately. Like the idea, this, I read this story. The initial story, and it's one of the most curious stories I've ever read. It had in there... This line that the Mavs were considering trying to trade for LeBron last year when the Lakers were struggling, which is fascinating because LeBron was literally ineligible to be traded last year. The CBA wouldn't allow it because of when he signed his contract. They then added a line to the story that said even though LeBron was ineligible. So what type of meeting is that? I'm just curious. (laughs) Hey, guys, you want to trade for LeBron? Yeah, I want to trade for LeBron. And just some guy in the corner with the CBA is like, I'm fellas, um, we're not allowed to. They're like, okay, cool, meeting over. So I didn't understand that. Then it said the easiest way for LeBron to get to Dallas was if he was bought out by the Lakers. I don't think Genie Buss and Rob Palenka are the best executives in basketball, but I do think, that if they are faced with the choice of, hmm, we could pay LeBron James $45 million to play basketball for us or $40 million to not play basketball for us, I think they're going to choose door number one. So there is no way for LeBron to get to the Mavs this year. So why did this story come out? There's two schools of thought here. One is Kyrie's like, hey, I'm trying to bring you to me. Can you try to bring me to you? Like, can we, can you know, if it won't work out here? and And that's where I was leaning initially. But I actually think it's more about Kyrie trying to secure a long term contract from the Mavericks by showing guys, this is how all in I am. I will recruit for you. And maybe we can't bring LeBron now, but in a year, maybe we could. So I think the Lakers are smart to not want to be in the Kyrie business. I think LeBron has a blind spot for him because seven years ago they won a title together and he likes the talent. I would not bring Kyrie to Los Angeles. But what I would say is this. A year from now... Is there a scenario where I could see LeBron surveying the landscape if Bronny's not one and done and he's going to spend another year in school and is like, okay, I can pick my team, that the Mavs could be on his list of options when he has said Luca's, you know, his favorite player to watch in the league and things like that? Yeah, I think a year from now this is possible. I think right now Kyrie's going to be a Mav, LeBron's going to be a Laker, and that's about the end of it.
2: He is the co-host, the star of First Things First, a show he's on oh, now and hopefully well, take for, that, Kevin for a long time. <laughs> Despite what you read,
4: hopefully he's on that show for a long, long Oh time. people I oh reading, I don't even know what you're referring to, Colin. I have no idea. I mean this you know they'll put anything on the internet these days, my friends. That's what I've heard. Just anything will go on the internet. And I hope someone puts on the internet I am recruiting Colin Goward to first things first. I am. Listen, you're gonna have to take a buyout and a bit of a pay cut, but it'd be great. You yeah. gotta move cross country, just come on.
2: Love yeah, to have you. That's all. Good seeing you, buddy.
4: See ya. Bye.
2: Bye. Yeah, the Lakers came out and basically said, yeah, we're not interested in adding Kyrie this summer. So um, there you go. Immediately sent out the message. We're not doing that. It is interesting, though. To, you know, every town, we were talking about this earlier, like, like Philadelphia to me has always felt like an Eagles town. They like the Phillies. They like the Sixers. It's an Eagles town. Uh, New York has often been labeled a baseball town, but in the 80s, nobody was going to watch the Yankees. I still contend that New York is the most underrated basketball city. The fact the Knicks have mostly been irrelevant for 20 years, you still can't get a ticket, it's a great basketball town. Los Angeles uh, uniquely is a baseball town, Dodgers, and a NBA town, Lakers. The Rams are getting more popular. You could argue USC when they're hot, is as popular as the NFL teams. USC is a huge brand in the city. So, but it is interesting in Los Angeles that um, t- to watch kind of the Lakers, how the franchise, the standards are different now. That you know, Pat Riley did not grovel to LeBron. They were bad for a year, rebuilt it, and are back. Um, the last nine or ten years, the Lakers have been sub thirty wins four times. And only have three winning seasons. If you take out the weird bubble year, it's basically been a disastrous decade by the Lakers' standards. And um, and I I and I'm not this. I'm very pro LeBron, but it's it's time now to come to terms with LeBron plays about fifty five games, and he's really good in moments. But um, you know, I I think Kyrie would make the Lakers better for a year, and I would love to watch it. But it's not a good basketball decision long-term. I, I can think two things. I thought Dallas going for it with Luka was good, but I'd be okay letting him go. I think Kyrie would make the Lakers better for a year, but at some point you'd be doing it to appease LeBron, and you can't worry about Bronny at USC. That's LeBron's thing. That you can't worry about, they got a couple years left on the contract, But they sent out that message very clearly, very quickly. We're not interested in Kyrie. There's a reason it got out very quickly. We should also be clear.
3: You mentioned the Lakers have been largely a dumpster fire for about eight or nine years. The the reason they've been good in that time frame is LeBron. Yes. He forced them to get Anthony
2: Davis. But he is aging. And he is giving you fewer games. I thought thought this postseason was a great example of what they are. They were swept by Denver. Well, at the same time. Get LeBron to the playoffs. He'll deliver. They got,
3: you know, they advanced pretty far, no? I thought they had a great postseason after a
2: pedestrian regular okay. season, no? Wouldn't you take that again next year? Well, they beat Memphis, who didn't have their center. It, they got, and they, they okay. were unraveling with John Morant and Dylan Brooks. Got a little bit of a break there. They won a play-in game. Then they beat Memphis. This sounds a lot like glass half empty, Colin, but Continue. I'm just saying.
3: Well, what happened against the Warriors? What's the excuse there? The Draymond punch against uh, well, I'm not, Jordan I mean, pool
2: nine months ago? It was a fine year, but I'm, but I'm saying there are, by the Lakers letting this out very quickly when they leak it, not interested in Kyrie, it's them putting their foot down. Like, we're hmm. not going to play this game publicly with you. It ain't happening. I like it. Don't you? Yeah. I, Austin I, Reeves or Kyrie Irving? Who would you rather have in LA next year? Austin Reeves. I think he's more stable. Not even close. Yeah, I think Kyrie is erratic. But I will say Kyrie fits with LeBron. I think it would be really interesting for a year if Kyrie said tomorrow. Wait, how about let me let me? Kyrie said, "I'll come for one year to L.A." No, he's not doing that. But if he wants a four-year deal, I take it. I would take it for a year. He won't do that.
3: But wait, you said LeBron and Kyrie fit together. Yeah, I think we need to say past tense. What, what is it now? Five, six years ago, they fit together. Will they fit together currently with this LeBron? I think there's some question there, no? This is a different LeBron than it was six years ago. Oh, no question. So, I don't necessarily think it's automatic that they're going to fit together. Uh, let's just remember what Kyrie's been the last few years. Erratic. Injury prone, erratic, burning sage in the locker room, anything but basketball, going AWOL on the nets,
2: being a jerk to Steve Nash, like, you think Darvin Ham wants to get in the Kyrie Irving business? Well, <laughs> I know he doesn't. He also doesn't defend, and Darvin Ham wants his guys to defend. Westbrook would not defend. Yeah. Darvin Ham struggled with that. Darvin Ham wants you to defend.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy. 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks only on DraftKings. The crown is
0: yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE and Y or text HOPE and Y 4673. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
5: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for...
1: Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: Uh, For the record, um, we had talked about this, the PGA and the Live uh, Golf Tour have joined forces. I am totally comfortable with people who are upset about it uh, based on 9-11 and how um, damaging that was to families across America. Totally understand it. Uh, Jay Monahan, the PGA commissioner, Uh, talked a lot about morals and values, and now he's conjoined forces with the live group. But it's interesting is that we all make choices, and sometimes those are difficult choices. And many of you are running to social media to criticize the decision. The Saudi government owns a very large percentage of Twitter, and China's government runs TikTok. You may want to put your phone down, right? Be very careful about lecturing. I can understand if you are outraged, but uh, it's a global economy, and you don't know who owns this company, other companies. Uh, it's just be very careful. These devices we're all on. Uh, you know, I, I heard about uh, betraying the United States. Well, then our government's betraying the United States. Who we've sold weapons to for years, who we're in relationships with. I just, I, I, what bothers me deeply is when people are hypocrites, you know, you've all, we've all worked for a boss or somebody and they get very, very preachy. And then you find out something about their private life and it's kind of detestable. You know, Twitter's owned a big chunk by the Saudi government and TikTok. My, my wife loves TikTok. She gets it recipes and animal stuff. That's the Chinese government. Everybody's on TikTok. So if you, if you, if you want to be the ultimate moralist, then put your phone down. I don't know who. Apples in business with. I've got my phone right here for breaking stories. I don't know. I don't know every relationship Apple has. I've some may bother me. Uh, J Mac with the news. No, no, no.
1: Turn on the news. This is the herdline news.
2: We don't want to depress
3: any Lakers fans, but we are not going to address the Austin Reeves rumor that's out there. What's that? Eh, it's it's fake. I think it's a fake internet thing. Okay. That yeah, he was spotted at a bar with a um, a big pop star, shall we say, who's having concerts out here at SoFi in August, and I can't get tickets. She's huge, but it's it's a fake story. So all these people, my buddies are texting me. Are you guys going to talk about it, Austin Reeves? Come on. You know he's just a hero to Lakers fans. He, well, he really should is. be. He's a hardworking he's kid. Great story. Gotta love Austin Reeves. All right, let's get to real news uh buffalo bills um this is the second straight hour we talked about the bills bills fans get off my back about the jets okay the bills just acquired leonard floyd uh yesterday on a one-year deal i know collins not keen on it it's another defensive addition but listen ed oliver got an extension leonard floyd two-time super bowl champion pass rusher von miller in the mix they got a damn good team here's gm brandon bean discussing their impressive defensive front we always believe in trying to be strong up front. We really tried to solidify our O-line, and now just just gives us another body, another pass rusher. Protect your quarterback, get after the other team's QB. We faced Leonard and the Rams, and he's a great player the last three years. He's had close to 30 sacks. Well, we forget Von Miller was lost last year, so he wasn't around in the playoffs.
2: No, listen, I'm, I'm, I think I'd like Buffalo's... GM, I like their there are things I like about Sean McDermott, but it's the third defensive line men they've spent money on, and my takeaway is who's your number two wide receiver. Um, I I they can't get the O line right. You, you're not a Gabe Davis guy. He disappeared. He had a he had a rough year. He disappeared. So I thought I, there was a time it was against the Chiefs a couple years. Yeah, ago. the I'm playoff like, game he had like a billion yards yeah, and, and I'm touchdowns. I'm like, oh my god, they found a number. Yeah. They found a guy. Then he disappeared. So. Um, it, it's. I've said this about the Steelers. I respect Mike Tomlin. How many years does he get to fix the O-line? They spend all their money on defense. Mm-hmm. How many years can they struggle post-Le'Veon Bell to get a running game that's consistent? Hey. How many years do you get? If, if Andy Reid... Can solve. I mean, when Sean McVay came to the Rams, their O-line was a mess. They fixed it in a year, Andrew Whitworth. Andy Reid, in a year, fixed it. By the way, Kyle Shanahan, get me Trent Williams, fixed it. These offensive coaches very quickly understand the value of the quarterback, weapons, and O-line. Five years, Buffalo. They're still adding to the D-line. So last
3: year at this time, it was basically Kansas City and Buffalo. You I mean, have put Cincinnati ahead of Buffalo.
2: Correct? Yeah, absolutely. There's no. I like their moves. Offensive coach. I like their off, I think they they are less tone deaf to some of the things that are Ooh, happening. Tone deaf. Harsh. Uh, all right. Next
3: story. Justin Herbert. Uh, two seasons left on his rookie deal. But Brandon Staley, the coach, said yesterday negotiations for getting Herbert a new deal are ongoing. Herbert was asked about the negotiations, saying. It's out of my control at this point. The superstar QB led the Chargers to his first playoff appearance last year. Uh, we won't talk about how they collapsed uh, in embarrassing fashion. You and I watched that game at the at a bar together. Yes. I think I had to leave at halftime. You know, you I was did. coaching my daughter's basketball. You didn't team commit to the night. I left you with the Cougars there. Um, at any rate, it was like 27 nothing, and they ended up losing. Um, now they got a new OC and
2: Kellen Moore. So the first, so for years and years, last two years. I know the Spanoses. I know I really like the Chargers people, the family, and uh, I know them, and I know the front office guy, Tommy Telesco. I, I I don't know Brandon Staley, but I know Justin Herbert, Oregon kid. And the last two years, I have been completely reluctant to embrace them. And and I have like I have a lot of friends with Charger tickets because you can get really great seats to the Chargers, yeah. not as much the Rams. This is the year I'm going in. And All get, in. Well, I'm ready to get my heart broken because oh, that's okay. the only way it works as a Charger fan. I think this has this team has a chance to get to the conference championship. I think Kellen Moore quite a leap considering he doesn't have a playoff win under his belt. I think Kellen Moore is going to be the the secret sauce for this team. I'm so excited to watch the Chargers this year. So excited. Chargers or Jets? More excited. Chargers. Because I think the Jets have. I think the Jets. I think you're overselling a little bit of the Jets.
3: Okay, Dennis. great.
2: All right, let's move on to the final story. Geno
3: Smith, NFL Comeback Player of the Year last season. Um, you know, listen, they they exceeded all expectations last year. Gino talked to Albert Breer about how he's always been a leader. So I was leading these guys when I was a backup. Leadership doesn't have a title. You're either a leader or you're not. Leadership to me, it's something I've been about my whole life. I just continue to do the same things. I haven't changed anything. I'm working the same way, and I'm going to lead these guys the same way. And obviously, there is a difference. I'm not naive. Guys will look at it different. But I think if they see you being the same guy all the time, they respect it a lot more. Um, Let's be real. He was not a leader in New York. We know mouthiness. A teammate punched him out. We've had a quarterback come on this set and said how he showed up to some of the meetings. Like, uh, uh, Gino... Settle down. Okay. You had a great season. You got some. Money, you got paid.
2: Is Seattle a playoff team next year? I mean, in the NFC, they it's, they should be. It's, yeah. it's, NFC's, I, NFC's garbage. I went and looked at their two deeps when I was out on vacation. Oh, that's what you were doing in well, Iceland, my, looking at the Seahawks' two deeps. Well, deep. I, you get to the hotel. I didn't want to go out at night. And I'm just sitting around looking at two deeps. Seattle's got a lot of good players. Now, they're super young. So, I always worry about young players should get better. But they're really young, but man, they 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 got a lot of do. They don't have any holes anymore. They have one guard spot that's weak. They don't have a real hole in their team. It helps them that Arizona has
3: fallen off a cliff and the Rams are not good. Although you and I kind of disagree on the Rams. You think the Rams
2: are like 500 or a playoff team? Yeah, 9-8. I don't know if they're a playoff, but you got to remember, there's going to be seven new playoff teams. Maybe. Maybe there's six. Okay. Or five.
3: Start naming them. Well, well we, we got the Jets. They're a playoff team. So there's one. Okay. There's one. Let's Start just get them out them. of the
1: way.
2: Detroit. We agree. Got it. There's two. Chicago? Oh, come no. on. Okay, all right. Um, it, it, Is it, Cleveland getting back in oh, there? Oh, in that division. Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't think they are, but you could, ar- you could argue... For that, and it's a reasonable argument. Like the You Jets. might argue the Patriots. No way. No, okay, good. They don't have enough offense. I'm, I'm telling you. Oh, Saints. There's three. Somebody's going to get there. It, one of those teams is going to get there. Washington? I mean, I'm just throwing teams at you. With Sam Howell. We don't know. He's played you, one you game. You've got to give me six new playoff teams. That's why you, you laugh when I say Houston. and I'm No, like, stop it. You've got to have... You gotta, you gotta, you, uh, by the way, I,
3: I was looking at Houston. First time, not new, The first time head coach, first time offensive coordinator, rookie quarterback. And and you think there's going to be something good there? Going to win eight games. Oh, my gosh. Didn't say playoffs. Going to be viable. You know, I'm taking a flight to Vegas after the show, and I'm going to put my mortgage <laughs> on the under. under for the Texans because you think they're an eight-win team. Are you crazy? Maybe we should do that tomorrow. Eight wins? You have to give me. Hold on.
2: I think their season win total is a six this? and a half. How about that? I just saw this. Uh-oh. Tight end Dalton Schultz, formerly of the Cowboys, currently of the Houston Texans, said today after practice. Oh, here we go. CJ Stroud, quote, is a baller Ooh, after their OTA wow. practice. I mean, now that Dalton Schultz you has know given him. Did he ever say that about Dak? I never heard the baller comment no. about Dak. Look at you stirring the pot here. Dalton Schultz, CJ Stroud is a baller. Buy up that stock for the Texans. Jay mac with the news. So. <laughs>
1: well, that's the news.
5: And thanks for stopping by.
0: The herd line News.
2: It is, uh, you and I are aligned on the PGA Live Tour, right? We're kind of aligned on it. We're not
3: aligned on? Poof, almost didn't get that. Um, Houston Texans. We're just not, we're total. A, and the LA the Rams, Rams, dude. PGA. Thing. Yeah, yeah, we agree. But you're not a moralist. It was phony outrage. I just went back and read... I don't want to put these people on blast. Some of the columns a year ago saying um, now, distance themselves from, from the Saudis and the blood money and the blood brothers and all this stupidness. It's like,
2: my gosh, it's just. Why do we allow I, our government to do things, but, but we're outraged if our citizens do? You should Wha- just stop right
3: there. Let, let the Internet folks answer it. Go ahead. Answer that. The government can get in bed with Saudi
2: Arabia for eight decades. States, governments, leagues, and and, and individuals can't? I don't get it. The English Premier League, multiple teams owned by, for years, maybe decades, Saudi money. And this is
3: not to say we uh, embrace the Saudi Arabian people or the government. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if our government can do deals with them, why can't a golf organization do
2: deals? And golfers. I, I, that was my question Very from the bizarre. beginning. Is it, it's, I, when people get real preachy... You, What's you, Phil Mickelson doing right now? Victory lap? A few.
3: Swimming into uh, Scrooge McDuck style, just a bathtub full of money and laughing with
2: a cigar in his mouth? Well, like. But Phil Mickelson's argument... Remember, he moaned... He took shots at the PGA for years. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to say it was just Phil Mickelson and money. Phil grumbled for a decade about the PGA Tour, owning digital rights, um, not allowing players to make more money and have more options. Phil Mickelson didn't just suddenly sell his soul for that. Yeah. S- Phil complained for a decade. Isn't competition good in, in any business? Well, the, Competition this, makes so, you raise your at, level and work your butt off more. It used to be that um, you could be a car dealer and own an NFL or an NBA team. Those days are all over. Those days are... Marge Schott was a car dealer. Those days are all over. There's no car dealers in the NFL now. This money, these are billion-dollar franchises. There are limited numbers of billionaires. And a lot of it is money that you may not approve of. But our government approves of it enough to have relationships with them. So, again, I, I just... There are a lot of things I am and that I'm not. Okay, I I be but I, I'm I've 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 tried to not be as preachy as I've gotten older. Maybe it's because I have kids and life becomes very gray. Much less black and white when you have kids yeah. and you get older and you you know maybe you sense your mortality and and you just don't want to judge people as harshly. But when I think when I look at governments can do business with people, but I'm supposed to be outraged because Dustin Johnson does. <laughs> I don't know I, that that just to me that doesn't seem right.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio FS1 and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's me,
4: Rob Parker.
5: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com with
2: Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more.
1: and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
3: Week 9 of the USFL kicks off Saturday at noon Eastern on Fox as Michigan takes on Pittsburgh. Then the action continues on Sunday as Philly battles New Jersey at 7 p.m. Eastern. Catch every play Saturday and Sunday on
2: Fox. You know, where you and I, we had a very good May on this show. We don't like to talk about the show too much, but we we're doing very well on the show. We've had six, seven straight record months for us. And one of the things I think helps is that Jason and I are friends. We get along. We kind of, you know, married kids. We got business stuff. We kind of we kind of approach the world the same way. One of the things you and I talk about off the air, and we don't really talk about it on the air, is uh is is this like outrage factory in the world? Everybody's outraged all the time. And I, I've i told my wife this. I'm just not. I, I I couldn't tell you the last time I was outraged. Politically, sports. So people will be outraged by the PGA and live. Go to their Twitter account. They're outraged 45 times a week. <laughs> there are just people out there in society. They're outraged. They're miserable. They just they are outraged all day, every day. Am I dead inside? I'm not. I don't know the answer to it. But I think what I've, what I've come to terms with is there's there's just a lot of gray in society, and I can like certain things and be appalled simultaneously with certain things. Uh, the, I don't even know who I'm going to vote for president. I don't like the candidates. One's going to be in their 80s, and one feels extreme. I'm going to have to vote for one. I, I make sacrifices all the time. Um that's just part of life. I'm not an outrage guy. I think you can get clicks, you can get attention, but you'll find people that are outraged by things. If you go uh, down to a hundred tweets, they're outraged thirty times a day. I'm not. You're not. You're um, not an outrage guy. I, I can get outraged um, when Austin you know, Reeves gets disrespect. You get uh, very uh, outraged at an
3: airport if like people are trying to cut in line or my bag doesn't fit in the overhead bin and someone's trying to pull some chicanery. Like that stuff that impacts me directly. I kind of get upset about, but like... Well, how upset? I don't get that upset. Like, I haven't been in a fight in a long, long, long... Well, I would long, hope not. Like, college, maybe, you know? You, that was 20 years ago. Mm, t- well, thank you for making me look old. But, uh, like, yeah, there's no... If you're living your life outraged, you're not enjoying your life. Because you're worked up and angry all the time for no damn reason. Like, just have fun. I care
2: about my wife. I care about my kids. I love my career. I got a couple good friends. I'm good. Healthy, happy, and fit. And right? Those are three
3: keys to life. Just be happy. You know, kind of work out, eat right, and work your butt off. Enjoy your job. Like, we got lucky, though, with our jobs, right? There's well, a lot of people who do not like their
2: jobs. But there are a lot of people that do. But I, I am just not somebody that is outraged much. And I've thought about this. I'm like, should I be outraged more? Like, when I watch politics, I can't solve it. I live in California. We're voting Democrat. It yeah. doesn't matter. You doesn't live in impact. Texas. You're voting conservative. When I, when I look at political um, social media, yeah. you you conservatives realize you're never going to turn a liberal into a conservative. And you liberals realize you're never going to turn a conservative into a liberal. Who are you yelling at? You're not going to change anybody's mind. I'm an independent. I can be – you could swing me either way. But I'm so appalled at the far right and the far left, I'm sick no. of all of you. But
3: the beauty is in sports, you can impact someone's opinion NFL last season, right? I I talked you into the New York Giants. You did like you were not keen on them, and and
2: you I think talked some but people you into ha- the
3: Minnesota Vikings. Like we can do this, yeah. But in we, sports, we
2: weren't outraged. We, no. we gave data and reason yeah. and common sense. So I went heavy Vikings. You went Giants, and we were both right. Listen, a, a lot of my Jet stuff is heart overhead,
3: which usually does not work out great in the long run. Yeah, um, but I you're like you said, some of the data and the information that you can bring to the table or information you maybe gather from other sources, um,
2: and they help there's, you get,
3: get to a certain place. There's
2: not a single political candidate in the world that I agree down the line on every policy. No, that should be, yeah. That's Not it a single one. If I was president I, in the way I would do, I don't agree with a single. There's not a media, I like Bill Maher. I don't agree with him. Half of his opinions he entertains me. Let me ask you this. Could someone convince you that Kyrie Irving is
3: a good fit with the Lakers? Or is your mind 100% made up? No. For one year? No, no. That's not an option. He's not doing that. Yeah, he wants so, a four-year deal. Well, I'm not giving him four okay. years. But okay. But again, I can be talked into it. Well, I want to hear LeBron make the case that he wants Kyrie Irving here for the next four years. Because LeBron ain't going
2: to be here for four years. That's the problem, right? He's not sticking around long. To gain visibility and control over your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. Take advantage. Special financing offer. No payments or interest. Six months from NetSuite by Oracle. Just simply go to netsuite.com herd. netsuite.com H-E-R-D. Our number three in a Tuesday is next.